What's up? <laughs> and welcome to the very first episode of We'd Like to Talk um, with your pals, Hal. And Jamal. And we're here to bring you a big gay look into the world of weed. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> so this is our very first episode, and we want to introduce ourselves and let you know what to expect from this fun new podcast. Um, we're both queer, and we both work in weed, and we both really love to talk, and so we have a lot to say. <laughs> we both really like to talk to and about each other as well, um, so <laughs> this should be fun. <laughs> I love to talk about you. So that's what we're going to do here. This is going to be a podcast where you just tune in and listen to us talk about each other. To each other. We're, we're like a lot of fun. We are really fun. Um, so anyways, Jamel and I both work at Blackbird and we're going to tell you all about Blackbird and what it is later in this episode. Um, but for now, we're just going to introduce you to us and you know, give you the background on the two most fun <laughs> pals <laughs> there is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jamel and I both have lived in Reno, Nevada for the majority of our lives. I being born here, him not. But um, we, it turns out that we've um, orbited around each other for the majority of two decades and somehow ended up together making up the whole team at Blackbird on, or the marketing team at Blackbird, excuse me, and become great friends. And it's a cute story. So here we, here we are. Yeah, it's funny. We actually grew up um, like a block away from each other. I moved to Reno when I was seven um, from New Mexico with my family. And uh, I was in school with Haley's brother and we hung out a few times. So I hung out at her house as a kid. And then we grew up just like in similar circles with similar friends doing similar things. And Haley ended up going to journalism school at the Reynolds School of Journalism at uh, Nevada. And I did the same a few years later. And she actually asked me if I wanted to work with her. She was working out in Oakland and I was looking for a job. I was interested in doing PR. Um, and it didn't end up working out, but we had still kind of stayed in touch, both like professionally, um, as well as just being like in Reno and, and knowing, you know, a bunch of a bunch of the same people. Yeah. Um, and so you know, I started at Blackbird in uh, the summer of 2018, and it was just myself and another friend, Chelsea. And then the time came around that we needed a graphic designer and I was really excited and told Haley to apply um, as soon as she could. And a very long <laughs> few, what, months later? Just a couple of months later. <laughs> totally stress-free couple of months later. <laughs> very casual, very relaxed. <laughs> um, but it has been really awesome like the last we worked together very closely the last few months and it's cool to see our like because we have similar stories as how we came to blackbird as well um for me i knew what blackbird was um as a consumer and, and ordering blackbird for or ordering you know weed delivery um in reno and then when i started working it was like oh there's a whole lot more going on than like what it seems 
Um, but I just always loved the brand and the voice and the way that the stories are told to the people who work here and that it was always very honest and genuine. And it felt like it was capturing everything I love about Reno and like Reno gets a bad rap and like, I've always loved Reno. Um, but yeah, I feel like you had a similar experience. Well, first of all, I think that we both love Reno so much that we consider ourselves, um, I don't know, I want to say pillars of the society, <laughs> but that's just our egos. No, but we both, I think, share a, a lot in common, but that being a, one main thing that I don't identify with very many other people is like this real passion for this city we live in um, and a lot of pride being here. And also, I think just to back up real quick, I love the fact that we both went to school with each other's brothers, yet yeah. friendships didn't take off there. <laughs> Like your brother probably doesn't even remember who I am. And I only really remember him because his name was so unique. Like I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I forgot you know, he was in your class. Yeah. yeah. So it's just so funny. Um, and now here we are like glued at the hip doing everything together. I, I love that. Um, but yeah, so how I came to Blackbird, like you said, similar, I've been watching it from afar for a while because I am a part of, the community of people that started Blackbird kind of like I'm just offhand, you know, just like a shoulder's distance away. Um, and so watching Blackbird start from the beginning has been a cool thing, but I also was no longer in town. I moved to San Francisco and to Oakland to um, pursue graphic design and was always like, if I move back to Reno, I think that there's only one company I'd work for and that's Blackbird. And you know, here we are four years later and that's the truth, which is a cool thing that I like maybe manifested that. I don't know. I was rubbing some crystals when I said that back in 2016. <laughs> um, but, you know, after having a couple years back in Reno where I was working for myself and doing my own thing, it's, it was really scary to get back into working for a company and I was like, I think there's only one company truly in this city that would make me feel like proud to be working for them. And that's Blackbird. And I think it's because the culture is so deeply rooted in the same values that I have that it's like, it doesn't feel like I'm working for the man, which is a great, beautiful thing about this company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think it just like, you know, the... I feel the same way that I had been like part of the community that really created Blackbird and, and created um, the the process around like how we do business now and really seeing the same, like you said, the same values that it's about community and that we might come from different backgrounds, different worlds, different experiences, but we can respect each other in how we interact like face to face and we can really care about each other because we know that we're like in a community. Um, and that's how I grew up here. You know, I, I am a first-generation uh, Palestinian-American, and I grew up in rural Nevada um, after 9-11. And that has a lot of connotations. People kind of assume, right, assume the worst. But at the same time, um, Nevadans are very much like, mind your business and I'll mind mine. And as long as it's not interfering with me minding my own business, we're all good. That's and true. I felt like that even being gay, like people assume, you know, certain things about being queer in, in this area. And like, I've been told my whole life I should move to San Francisco and all of this, but it just is like, not really is, um, 
prevalent as I think people might assume, at least in the in the community again that like is around Blackbird and and the art yeah. and culture kind of scene and small business scene in in Reno. And so being able to then see the creativity and like the art and the voice again and style design that I like love and I see around our town then being represented in this really like cool way it was like oh man this is awesome (laughs) right and and tie it together with the cannabis industry that's booming off it's like of course i want to get in on that today's episode is brought to you by blackbird connecting (laughs) cannabis retailers and cannabis brands directly with qualified cannabis consumers Order cannabis now at blackbirdgo.com and find out how we can increase your revenue and bottom line at myblackbird.com. So, dun, 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 we're back. <laughs> Jamal, why, why don't you tell us about what you do at Blackbird and what you did before you were on the marketing team? So I actually came to Blackbird in the summer of 2018, I uh, had been unemployed for a couple of months and I needed a job and I applied um, actually for a driver position because I didn't really know what openings there were or anything. And I um, have experience in marketing, but I wasn't sure really if I was committed to being in marketing again and to really like building a career. And so I yeah, applied thinking, you know, whatever happens, happens. And they actually had a position open for marketing manager. And they needed um, support with running their social media and running their content through their through Blackbird Go. So there's a part of Blackbird Go called Discover. And Discover collects all of or that's where we put all of our um, articles on the cannabis industry on cannabis brands, cannabis news. Um, as well as the history and the culture and and um, um, the regulations that are that are moving, et cetera. So it is um, a glimpse into the kind of the changing landscape of cannabis. And um, I was able to work with some really great writers out of the gate. And it was a really cool experience to bring on a handful of writers, all from different kind of backgrounds and experiences, um, both with cannabis as well as with writing. I was in that position for about a year um, and in the few months that I had stayed in that position or in the first few months, I just fell in love with, with the industry and with the biz- with Blackbird specifically. And within the first like six, six months, it was like, oh, this is, this is it for the rest of my life. Like this, <laughs> this is what I want to do. I feel the same way. I feel like it's infectious kind of once you get in this industry and also in this company, there's this energy that's like, okay, this feels good. I can keep doing this. I think for me, I knew that I was going to enjoy the culture of Blackbird because I just, I knew a lot of people that worked there and I knew the vibe externally. And I was like, that's, you know, that's a vibe I can get behind. Um, And I feel proud to work for these people that we work for. I think that our, our company is run by really, cool, down-to-earth, smart people that I look up to. And so it's easy to get behind that mission. But also for me, the big thing was like, I didn't expect to be like swept off my feet by the cannabis industry and like 
seeing me, you know, now I'm like shifting my whole perspective of like, okay, what can I do different? What else can I do in this industry instead of thinking about myself so much? And it's, yeah, it's been a big motivating surprise. <laughs> yeah. It's, then I met a woman named Lawanda Knox. Um, I went on a, to an event called the New West Summit in Oakland. And I was looking for interesting stories to write. And I met a woman named Lawanda Knox, who is the contracted technical assistance provider for social equity programs in the city of Oakland. Uh, I met Lawanda and it blew my mind. I was like, you are a black woman on a government contract working in weed. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I, I, yeah, like I, you are the person I want to write about. I don't care about anybody else here. Um, and I didn't really know at the time what the partnership could turn into or how it could grow. Um, but I was just very interested in maintaining, you know, a connection. And so we met again at MJ BizCon a few months after, and, um, she came to me with, um, her business partner at the time. And they basically asked if Blackbird would be able to create um, some sort of pricing structure for their for people in the social equity program, and if we could help share our knowledge because we are distributors in the state of Nevada and we're also distributors in the state of California. We also run last mile or home delivery, and so we have a lot of um, experience with the regulatory process with applying for licensing, et cetera, as well as setting up the actual business. Mm-hmm. And what that looks like on the ground of like, how do you set up a warehouse for efficient flow? And how do you work with retailers, et cetera? And so I um, stepped into a position that I created that was the diversity, uh, inclusion, and social equity manager. And so in that role, I worked directly with Luanda as well as other um, people who are working in social equity to help social equity entrepreneurs with get the resources they need. We mm-hmm. also created a pricing, a separate pricing structure for social equity entrepreneurs. So if they are, if someone is in a, a social equity program, they can use Blackbird's software and services at a discounted rate. And so that was my experience before. And I spent about almost a, a, a full year doing that work. It was um, a, a lot of learning and a lot of really interesting and difficult conversations mm. and very emotional at times, but it was also what has made me so much more invested. I thought that the first three months were like, you know, one thing, but getting to a level that I am meeting people who never believed they would see this opportunity, yeah. and being able to play even a small role in um, maintaining and opening up that that opportunity, it has given me a level of fulfillment that I did not think I could get through a job. And, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's such rewarding work. And when I first came in to Blackbird, I was so surprised that there was a, a role for what you did. When I remember the first day you pulled me aside and you, you told me what you did. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't understand what this social equity work is. I don't understand what your role is. And you told me like a 45 minute background of some of the work you've been doing. And I was like, holy cow, like that is not, I mean, I was so naive coming into the cannabis industry. I knew nothing and was shocked that that was something that not only existed, but something that Blackbird was, had made important enough to give you your own position and your own freedom to kind of like make that position what it was was really really cool i think 
Yeah. <laughs> so then I had the opportunity to step into the role I'm in now, just the interim director of marketing. And I was able to bring them all together. And that's what mm-hmm. I think has been really exciting over this, the, the, you know, unfortunate realities of this last nine months or 10 months. But um, it, it, I think is a general benefit because I feel much stronger after knowing now kind of all parts of this business and I feel much more confident in, in what we're doing. (laughs) Absolutely. And it's, it's awesome getting to work with you because you have a background that's so, first of all, much more knowledgeable in the cannabis industry and just like how this whole thing works. And then also on a personal level, you understand that you have values when it comes to how you do your work, which I think is really nice for me to learn from you, at least like getting started in Blackbird and not knowing anything like to learn from you gives me that kind of like edge as well, which I'm grateful for. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what Jamel does. (laughs) What do you do, Haley? Honestly, no, even before we get there though, Haley, we would not be able to like run any, this podcast would not happen without Haley. Um, Something Haley has done for me specifically, especially in the last few months is break me out of the idea that we have to be a certain way I hold myself to a standard that's unrealistic of myself and then I hold Blackbird then to a standard that's unrealistic whereas Haley it has more experience in content than I do and also is much more creative in my opinion and like fun about how she approaches <laughs> content and I think that's been at the same time is very it's very thought out it's not like I want to do this because I want to. It's like, I want to do this because I see a pattern in in growth and opportunity, et cetera, that is a very... She does strategy without even realizing she does strategy. And I think <laughs> that is very impressive. <laughs> well, thank you. I love to hear that. Yeah, I think that, that that has a lot to do with my like DIY past. I don't really... <laughs> I don't really go by the book. I kind of just try and figure it out. Um, but yeah, it's been working out pretty well for us because we're we're pretty opposite in that way, I think. And so it, we force each other, like two rocks, <laughs> smoothing each other out. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Create one beautiful diamond. <laughs> exactly. Shine it like a diamond. Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do I do? Um, I, like I said, come from a graphic design background. I own my own company called Hoff Goods in Reno and I sell little knick-knacked goods that I've, you know, thrown my design on. Um, so that's what I was doing for two years prior to Blackbird. And then I was going through a period of feeling alone and a little depressed and I needed some structure in my life. And at that same time, I found out through both Jamel and another friend that works on the team that there was a position open for a designer. And so I did it. And here we are. And I'm so thankful that I was able to get it. <clears throat> it, was, it was a process, but a good process because it made me like really sit and think about, do I want to work for somebody or not? Anyways, I'm really glad I did. I've honestly been talking this whole first year of like how lucky I am that I got a job that... Um, I kind of feel like I hit the jackpot to put it, to put it lightly. (laughs) I, um, I work in weed. I work for awesome people. I'm doing creative work all day, every day. And, you know, 
some of the things I get to do are so fun. I wouldn't ever dream of like write a blog about all the edibles that you're eating during quarantine. <laughs> like, yes, I will. I would love to <laughs> go on Instagram live and get high with somebody and talk about it. Okay. I would love to like, these are dream job positions. <laughs> right. Yeah. And just like, you know, it's been really interesting because we've been back. I mean, so I worked it from home by myself for, for two years and I was like, I'm never doing this again. Worked at Blackbird and about seven months after working there and getting healthy again and getting into a really beautiful routine of like feeling filled up and like I have a life again, um, COVID hit. And then it's been <laughs> back to work from home in my office. And it's been nice though, because I, I don't have that same um, doom and gloom loneliness, at least not around working from home. <laughs> I think there's some doom and gloom in the air because it's 2020. But um, yeah, this team is awesome. And I feel like I'm part of something and it's been really good for my mental health and just like my sense of community and being back in Reno after not living here for a few years. It's been like a really cool way to get integrated back in the city. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's how I feel too, that it's, it's like a, it's been really healthy for me. I was in a place that I just didn't really take a lot of accountability for like what was happening in my life or like control really. Mm -hmm. And this job just like really, it was so important to me that I took it seriously for the first time in yeah. a long time. And to feel that I think is what like I don't ever want to lose because it's like yeah I wake up excited about work I think about it all the time I'm always like thinking of creative ways and it's hard it's the most challenging business I've ever been in it's the most challenging industry and work yeah. I've ever done but at the same time that's the cool part is <laughs> like nobody's done this before you know You're we're right. figuring that's it why out. the weed industry is so exciting because it's we're like pioneering especially I think within Blackbird there's not anybody doing the exact same business model out there so it's like really we are trying to figure this out firsthand and that feels like such a big challenge <laughs> and like there's so much weight on your shoulders and you're like holy cow okay like I'm so used to looking to other companies and other artists and other things to like get inspiration and we just like don't have that same option which pushes me to re become more original which turns out is hard for me <laughs> <laughs> Right. And I hate it, to it, admit, but <laughs> it's also like kind of scary. And I think that that is like something that people maybe outside of marketing don't really relate with. But like, I'm so afraid that anything is going to get us shut down, that it's like, we're going to oh. post the wrong thing, the wrong person's going to see it. And all of a sudden, we don't have a license anymore. Right. Well, right. And also, a couple things on that one, just the fact that within my first month of running the Instagram, it got shut down. That was terrifying. But secondly, I was like throwing all these creative direction ideas out there to do illustrations. And every time I showed you one, you were like, no, that's too, <laughs> it's, it's too much like kid, kid focused and we're going to get shut down. It was like every idea I had felt like, <laughs> no, that's tipping closer to the, to the edge of like bad. And I was like, shoot, I don't know if I can like, make anything that's going to be appropriate <laughs> this is i i can just see a direct line from chelsea's neuroses all the way to like now you <laughs> <laughs> passed down through generations of black yeah. marketing. And i never had neuroses before this is a new thing for me <laughs> <laughs> sure that's true <laughs> 
Hi guys, this is Haley, and I'm here to tell you about Crispy Nugs for Less. Just kidding. No, I'm not. That's a made-up brand. But this could be a spot where you talk about your brand, or we talk about it, or your business, or whatever you've got going on that you want to tell people about. If you're interested, contact us at myblackbird.com. We need to start this next segment before getting into the history of talking about your background. It's necessary that the people know what that is. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, background. oh. <laughs> your Zoom. Like my background. Um, <laughs> I was born. Tell us your record. In Hobbs, New Mexico. <laughs> no, your visual yeah. background on Zoom. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um, how about... <clears throat> <laughs> Nothing's right, I'm torn. <laughs> Oh my god. I actually for some reason can only think of the words to unwritten, which is not even <laughs> the same That's not it. woman. <laughs> Natasha, not Natalie. Wait, how's it going? It's um Nothing's I'm, right, I'm, I'm torn. Cold and I am I'm oh, yeah. lying <laughs> naked <laughs> on the on floor. Illusion never changed into something real. Wide awake and I can see the perfect sky Oh my We, we call God. that whisper singing or singing in cursive. <laughs> You're doing both and I love it. How do you even say her name? Natalie Imbruglia? Imbruglia. Uh -huh. Imbruglia? Yeah. I've always, I've never really felt bold enough to say that last name. <laughs> As a white girl, when there's a G somewhere that doesn't seem normal, it's like, that's definitely got like, a role in it. A, y, a G that doesn't say a Y, you're like, what is this? <laughs> Me talking, I've got a G in my name, Haley. <laughs> How do I pronounce this? Natalie Imbruglia? I don't, Imbruglia? I don't. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Holding on my shame. <laughs> Lying naked on the floor. I used to think that song was so bad to listen to. I thought I would get in trouble listening to it because she said the word naked. That yeah, tells I used to so. think that she was like hurt. <laughs> She's like, why is she naked? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's going on? She's just like Someone naked. Help her. <laughs> just naked and wet and sad on the floor. <laughs> Did she fall? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> the shower. Somebody help Natalie and Bruya. She's just singing. <laughs> Natalie I. <laughs> Natalie I. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, totally too scared to say it. In Bruges, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh my God. Actually, uh, do you wanna do you wanna do a product brand plug? Oh yeah. <clears throat> Do -do 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 -do. Rhythm get into it is that their tagline or did you just make it up i, I made it up <laughs> i'm throwing out free rhythm feel it in your bones <laughs> feel the rhythm feel the love the rhythm of the night wow that's how gay we are we both went two very different <laughs> very gay directions <laughs> I was going Rhythm of the Night by Corona, <laughs> and you went... That's what I'm singing, but the no, disco said, version. That's 
Oh, Gloria that is Estefan. Oh, you're okay. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. What about Rhythm Nation by Janet Jackson? Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, my word. Um, no, but I actually ordered four quarters. That's an ounce for those of you keeping up from Rhythm. <laughs> Um, and it's cool because I didn't know that we they had their flower. I've seen their vape cartridges before, but I was on Rise Spanish Springs menus and I saw their packaging is really cute. It has like the little um, different color tops and things. And like, it's a matte color. I just love all of Rhythm's branding. <laughs> Rhythm does have really great packaging. So the history of Blackbird. What do you know about the history of Blackbird? Okay, let me give you my very high level synopsis. <laughs> a couple guys <laughs> were bike messengers and they figured out how to make money and turn it into a business to deliver high what, medical, important, important medical papers to people, um, a courier business that I'd never heard about. And then the courier business, eventually they were like, we can do this with weed. Let's do this with weed. It turned into that. And then it just grew up and there's been all these mergers and expansions and things that have happened within the weed courier business. How was that? You know, it was there. <laughs> <laughs> Needs a little tuning. <laughs> of course it does, but that's your job. I, I, you know, overview. No, so Blackbird has a pretty interesting uh, history because we are logistics based. And a lot of companies that do the same things that we do, like online menus or um, even the delivery software and things like that, they are software based. And so to boil it down, Blackbird is a software and a service company. We offer marketing and customer retention and acquisition tools for cannabis brands and retailers, as well as the transportation and delivery of cannabis goods, both from um, wholesaler to retailer, as well as retailer direct to consumer. And so we touch the plant every step of the way. Um, and we know the cannabis brands as well as we know the cannabis consumer, as well as we know the cannabis retailers. So Blackbird really is um, your resource for everything you need to know about the cannabis industry. Boom. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, great. Okay. I th you know what? I think... That's a great synopsis that you just gave us. And should we end this segment with what are we smoking right now? Yeah, what are you smoking? So I'm not exactly sure what I have in this little pipe, but I'll give a shout out to this pipe. This is by U U Y E U or Y E W Y E W. <laughs> it's a very cute ceramic pipe. And I think this is ice cream cake by Phantom Farms in here. A nice hybrid, right? Because you had it too. Yeah, yeah. I do we love a good I, hybrid. Yeah, we do. Um, Especially, it's like <clears throat> the afternoon. Oh, it's 420. Yeah, so, you know, just something gentle on a... You know, we'd like a 420 lift. Yeah. <laughs> just getting a few hours early. Um, <laughs> 420 somewhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to sign like a kitschy sign that says it's 420 somewhere. I'll Instead make you like, one. Margaritaville somewhere. Chris Christmas is coming soon. Oh hell yeah. Like the That's wooden a great one. Idea. <laughs>
that with like a rooster on it just because yeah make it a little bit hick because we are in nevada after all <laughs> yeah like a tin panel on it just because <laughs> with like a budweiser an old budweiser can like folded around it <laughs> okay so what are you smoking rhythm um i'm smoking og private reserve from rhythm in the rhythm of the night <laughs> wow love, okay you know what i love about shit like gloria estefan is like it's like gay shit that you don't remember or think is gay shit but then as soon as one other gay person says it it's like <laughs> yes that's very homosexual <laughs> um i feel that and i feel like growing up in show business world like show business culture is gay culture but i didn't realize that because my parents are straight yeah. but I had so many gay uncles, but yeah. anyways, like so many things that I just grew up loving in that were like pretty standard in my family were not in other people's homes. But then I became an adult and started going to gay bars and I was like, yes, my people. <laughs> like whenever JLo comes on and the whole gay bar goes flipping insane, flipping, you oh know, my, god. my yeah. people finally, I was like, yes. Oh my God. Okay. So you guys, thank you so much for coming to our first podcast episode. Um, we hope that you learned something and that you feel like you know us now. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're excited for the two-hour unedited raw cut of our first podcast. <laughs> you know, it's going to take some time for us to find our rhythm. Shout out, rhythm. <laughs> Sponsor us, rhythm. <laughs> Not an ad, but it should be. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today on uh, this very first Cacawcast. We'd Like to Talk is brought to you by Blackbird Go. You can log on and find cannabis near you. Um, and if you are in Nevada, we'll bring the cannabis to you. So check out blackbirdgo.com and keep in touch. Uh, by signing up for our newsletter and this podcast is available on all major podcast outlets so give us a follow wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts check us out on instagram at blackbird go or you can check me out on my personal instagram at true gay icon and i'll talk to you guys next time thank you